0: Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app.
1: 100.7 KSLX. So we're not quite 48 hours removed from that that big heap of trash on Tuesday night that was called the presidential debate. That was, still smell it. That was nuts. I still smell it. it was was, a garbage hot garbage is what that was the debate commission there's actually a commission that you know supervises all that stuff sets the rules etc there
0: are rules and like parameters that each campaign uh, agrees to to participate in a debate that's why you know okay i'll argue with you but only if we have some rules it's like two guys two guys standing in a bar going okay we'll go out back and fight but no hair
1: pulling no no eye gouging in the nuts yeah so um the debate commission has said we will review the parameters, rules, et cetera, and make some changes. So There, who,
0: there were rules in the first debate, I and know nobody it. paid
1: attention. Who cares? It's not the rules. It's whether or not they're yeah. followed, yeah, really. You can make all the rules in the world. You know, speed limits exist, too, but we, we, nobody yeah. pays attention to those. I thought a great suggestion we got yesterday was emailed to us, shock collars. I like that. Shock, shock collars, collars is, is a good one.
0: And and we've talked about this before. You know, uh, when they're on stage, they have microphones,
1: and if somebody is just blabbering on about,
0: You just shut their microphone off.
1: Shut the microphone yeah, off. Yeah, it's real simple to do. Yeah. Uh, Chris Wallace said, even if you did that, one of the candidates would still find a way to be disruptive. You can figure <laughs> out which one he said. Oh, um, but another suggestion was soundproof booths, like in a game show, like oh, the old yeah, yeah, $64,000 yeah. question. Yeah. Not a bad idea, except you can't respond to anything that way, well, no, but, but at the, least you wouldn't interrupt. But
0: here's the thing, the, the two minutes, you're not supposed to respond. It's supposed to be two minutes uninterrupted, so you don't get the <laughs> opportunity to respond. Yeah. You go in the booth, you sit there for two minutes, almost like being in the penalty box, and hockey right you sit there for two minutes you can't do or say anything the guy gets his point across for two minutes then you come out and
1: have your open discussion maybe so which would be you know it's just like if you get out of the penalty block you resume the fight another suggestion and this might be the best one we got was for having a new moderator a lot of people said chris wallace yeah, he was, was too, too weak, wimpy or he, he too showed weak. too much deference to one yep. guy or the other yep uh, somebody suggested somebody who, who I think would be able to control things, and that would be Mr. Samuel L. Jackson. Say what again? Say
0: what again? I dare you. I double dare you. Say what one more damn time. Yeah, I imagine that would probably <laughs> shut it down pretty quickly. You know that what I mean? would be so great, him and his beret. Say wrong yep, again. Yep. Say
1: wrong again. Yep, and occasionally stopping to say... What's in your wallet yeah, would maybe. be something yeah, he'd need to I do. But I'm so tired of these monkey fied uh, pro- politicians yeah. on this monkey fied stage. Exactly. So, uh, you know, Joe Rogan was suggested. Simon Cowell might be a Simon decent Co- moderator. <laughs>
0: right? Can you finish the, uh, they, they finish saying whatever, you know, whatever nonsense one of them is Because <laughs> let's face it, both of them are idiots. Uh, they're, they're, one of them says something, and go, like, what the bloody hell was that?
1: Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would disagree regarding the idiots thing. I don't think either of them are idiots, but it certainly wasn't fun watching them. No, it we was can not. Say that. Yeah. Um, and somebody suggested Vince McMahon, but that really wouldn't be fair. He's actually a friend of President Trump. Yeah, Trump is in the WWE Hall of Fame, and Vince McMahon's wife is the head of the Small Business Administration or at least she was and she was named that by the
0: president. When I think small businesses I think WWE multi-billion dollar worldwide
1: wrestling empire. It's a quaint little mom and pop (laughs) shop. It's time for you guys, uh, time out for Spanish.
0: As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Paul are
1: taking time out for Spanish. We're going to Chandler this morning to talk to Glenn, who is going to play. And Up for Grabs Glenn is a $25 gift card from Port of Subs, your neighborhood sandwich shop. We'll give you a Spanish language phrase and then you got to translate it, but we'll give you three choices in English to choose from. You ready? I am ready. Here comes your Spanish phrase. Para aquellos que nunca han probado el tiro con arco rubio, usted no sabe lo que se está perdiendo.
0: Did you hear that? Oh, let's hear that one more time. Yeah, there's a lot to digest there.
1: Para aquellos que nunca han probado el tiro con arco rubio, usted no sabe lo que se está perdiendo.
0: All right, that phrase does translate into one of the following. Is it a. Are people born with photographic memories, or do they take a while to develop? B, is your refrigerator running? If so, I may vote for it. (laughs) Or C, for those who've never tried blind archery, you don't know what you're missing. Which one is it? Oh, boy. Uh, Let's go with C. Yes. C, congratulations. You've won in Time Out for Spanish. Brilliant. Time Out for Spanish, weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal.
1: Well, with all the talk yesterday about that train wreck of a debate on mm-hmm. Tuesday night, yeah, two celebrities who died on Tuesday—they had <laughs> the bad timing to do that. Now it happens in threes. N- Someone, someone's yet. on the clock,
0: but we, yeah. we, we don't know who it is. We're spinning the wheel of death now and here in the studio.
1: The, the other two, they didn't get the send ups they deserved yesterday. You saw stories, but they would have gotten much more attention. Yeah, but they I mean, the attention was focused on, oh, on the debate. Yeah. So part of our childhood and, let you know, you know,
0: not a huge part necessarily, but en- enough enough that it's notable. I mean, I, I know who both these people are. You and I have an eight year uh, age difference. Certainly, they were probably more relevant during your childhood than mine, but they were big enough that they spanned that eight-year difference. They were still relevant between when you were a kid and when I was a kid.
1: Shall we be male chauvinists and say ladies first and talk about Miss Helen Reddy? Sure,
0: let's do that because Helen Reddy wrote one of the uh, songs of all time about female empowerment called "I Am Woman." However, she also wrote this piece of tripe.
1: I think, God, what? so obnoxious, isn't it? One more time.
0: Oh, no, please. Yes. No. Yes. This, this was con- This was considered a great song
1: in 1973. This was a big hit. The weird thing with Helen Reddy is that... This is, is a piece of garbage. She-, she wrote that great song... You know, for, it was a, like part of a whole movement for women's liberation. And yet doing that song, that's like Captain and Tennille stuff. Yeah, it's, it, it's it, pretty. That
0: song sets the women's movement
1: back decades <laughs> but, is what it does. It's awful. It's interesting. She was a single mom. She was already 24 years old in Australia. Yeah. She won a talent contest. And the, the prize was a trip to New York City to sing for record company executives. And that was her foot in the door. Yeah, there's no doubt she could she sing. Never, never went back yeah, this, to Australia. Yeah, she, she could absolutely sing. But that song was awful. How about Mac Davis? Uh, now, this is the guy. Yeah, here you go.
0: Baby, don't get on me. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, in the video that that the song comes from, Mac Davis wearing the Canadian tuxedo, Levi's denim jacket, Levi's shirt, nice tight Levi's, nice. Yeah, and yeah, cowboy boots because he's, he's from Texas and that's was, what you do. There
1: is a Mac Davis Lane in Lubbock, Texas, where he was born. You know, not only a singer in his own right, an yeah. actor. He was a television show host. He hosted the Country Music Awards. He also wrote In the Ghetto for Elvis Presley. He wrote wrote Something's Burning, if you remember Kenny Rogers in the first edition. I don't know that one. Um, He wrote, Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. Yeah,
0: no, he was. uh, And it's weird because, again, my my exposure to Mac Davis came late when he was on game shows and variety shows. Right. Uh, And the movie North Dallas 40, because I was a football fan. Yeah, it made, it made sense. He was from Texas, so why, was, not put, why not put a good-looking guy from Texas into a movie about football? Yeah, and he sure, was good at that.
1: It? He was kind of a natural in front of the cameras. So. Yeah. Uh, and and strangely, within the last four or five years, he was visiting a friend at a recording studio and ran into this artist named Bruno Mars, who I've you've heard probably of heard of. He's yeah. a Grammy Award winner. Mac Davis contributed the chorus to one of Bruno Mars' songs that he was stuck on. He just did it right Right there and then, he wrote the chorus for it and got a songwriting credit.
0: It's Mac Davis' version with Bruno Mars, when, uh, kind of like when Paul McCartney walked in on Nirvana. Exactly. And, and they said, hey, we're having a hard time with this song. Paul McCartney goes, well, give me a second. I'll help you here. And they won a Grammy from it. Same thing. Mac Davis yeah. goes in there and goes, hey, I'll help you with this thing. Boom! And before anybody calls, not Nirvana, but Foo Fighters. No, it right? was Nirvana. It was the, the surviving members of Nirvana. Okay. Yeah, it was all the three guys. It was Nirvana with Paul McCartney. They won a Grammy for it. All right, there you it's, go. It's an insane song. So, now those, those guys are talented.
1: Uh, we've been telling you about the uh, the band ACDC. You know, re- regathering their their old singer or their most recent singer, Brian right. Johnson. Yeah. Um. After they had a little, little bit of disagreement a few years back, and he's back in the band. They've got. Some of the other familiar names and faces, and they're ready to go. Hey, we just got to be able to tour.
0: Yeah. We just got we
1: got to get them out on tour.
0: Yeah, get you up to speed. Uh, Brian Johnson had some health problems, some hearing issues, and uh, apparently wanted to take some time off the road. The band didn't want to do that. He exited the band a little bit acrimoniously. They brought Axl Rose from Guns N' Roses in, finished the tour, and then they thought, okay, what's going to happen with ACDC? Well, what happened is Cliff Williams retired and then unretired. Phil Rudd got sentenced to jail for threatening to kill somebody, and now he's out of jail. Right. So Phil and Cliff and Brian and Angus and Stevie Young, Malcolm Young's nephew, are all back together again in ACDC. A let's hear it which let's is awesome this stuff. is uh this is new ACDC
1: yeah. yeah yeah it doesn't sound like ACDC to me <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah no if anything ACD spin it's been inconsistent <laughs> yes. Make it feel right. Right what is that called shot in the dark I think so yeah Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait until we get it. The new album is going to be called Power Up. Of course it is. Is that all they gave you? Yeah, that's all they gave you. They gave us 30 seconds. It's it's what they call a teaser. Yep. It's a teaser, but there you go. That's what new ACDC sounds like, uh, and it sounds exactly like what you would expect it to sound like. You know what album uh, from ACDC in the past that that would have been at home on? Any one of the eighteen that they released. That's exactly yes, correct. It's yes. Exactly. Any one of the eighteen albums they that, yeah. that they that they put out, that song would fit right in there
1: on every one of them. Um I, can you can you play it again real quick? It's, uh, it's really sure, really absolutely. Tasty. Yeah, I, um, I like it. I am hoping I like this groove right here. I'm hoping it's cool. I'm hoping By the to way, my friend Bob that they go on tour. My friend Bob is the guy who bought his wife tickets to see A C D C in San Francisco. They made a whole long weekend out of it. He messed up which night it was on, and they missed the show. Oh, no good. They were out partying in San Francisco on a Friday thinking it was a Saturday night show, but it was a Friday night show, so he's desperately trying to live that down.
0: If you need any other reason, as if you would need any other reason to buy new ACDC music, understand that riff was written by Malcolm Young, the late Malcolm Young. The album is constructed from all song ideas that Malcolm had put down on tape before he got sick and passed away way too soon. So... It's, full it's stuff. It is a classic ACDC album, and Stevie Young will benefit from him. He gets to jump out on tour and go,
1: Ha
0: My Uncle Malcolm wrote this, and I'm getting paid, yo! If... People ever start touring. Yeah, you know what? Again. The world could use new ACDC, so I can't wait till it comes out. Yeah. stupidity? Yup. It's the Mark and the
1: Interpol dumbass of the day. We're back in Florida. Ah, oh, of course. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Marion County in we're, we're in Summerfield, Florida and 39-year-old Robert Hoskins was causing all kinds of trouble the other day. Bob Hoskins. I know him. Really nice guy. Not Bob Hoskins who was Smee in the movie Hook oh, and I was also in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yes. Not that Bob Hoskins. Not that Hoskins. Bob Hoskins.
0: He's a, a portly fellow. Usually plays a cop or a detective. Yep. pudgy guy.
1: This Robert was at the house of a friend and he had broken 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 in through a window leading into the friend's laundry room so he could borrow some clothing. That's not a friend. I know. No friend breaks into your house. So the friend who owned the house had refused to loan any of his clothing to Robert because Robert had broken in. He was mad at him. So Robert then left, only to return later to the same house and start the argument up again. Oh boy. At that point, a couple of guys showed up and Robert, who was wearing only his underwear, which oh. is why he needed the clothing. Well, yeah, well. Uh, that's, uh, he approached these two guys and and hit one of them in the face with the Bible that he was carrying with him. Well, all you need is clean underwear and a Bible. That's what your mom tells you, right?
0: Yeah, yeah right. I think so. And you're in Florida, so when in Florida, dress for the occasion. Yep. Now,
1: these two guys, of course, were police officers. Oh, who had been were. called by the homeowner. Oh. So that's when Robert got tasered and handcuffed. That will Robert, happen. <laughs> yeah, he was read his rights, and you know how he responded to that.
0: Uh, he he spit at the
1: cops. He told them, "I'm not under arrest." He no. Did, no, no, he defecated in his tidy whities Oh, or as my wife would say, whitey tidies. I think it's tidy whities It is tidy tighty-whities. Yeah. And the other and the other side of
0: that is now they're going to need to put a blanket in the back seat of that car because <laughs>
1: <And> hygiene. They're, <laughs> and they're not so whitey anymore. Yeah. Well, when in Florida. <laughs> so. Robert was then transported to the county jail where he attempted to escape while still in handcuffs. Think of the chafing. Yeah. Oh, the chafing.
0: The mm. cops weren't the only ones that left skid
1: marks when they left the scene of the crime. <laughs> when, he was, when he was asked why he had entered his friend's house to steal the clothing, Robert responded that God had told him to do so. <laughs> Thank you, God. Yep. The story gets more Florida every minute. Yep. But there's no word on who told Robert to ruin his tidy whities (laughs) But we do know that he is the Mark and Neanderthal Dumbass of the Day. I
0: think that was a beautiful story you just told.
1: The Dumbass of the Day is sponsored by Arrowhead Harley-Davidson. Check out the best prices and largest selection at ArrowheadHarley.com. So just follow this for a minute. Okay. Um, I'm with you. Sunday's game with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Tennessee Titans has been pushed back to Monday or Tuesday because they're worried about the Tennessee Titans. There's been an outbreak of COVID on the team they played this past
0: Sunday. As it turns out, I guess one of the Titans' offensive linemen uh, uh, contracted it from a coach. I guess a coach knowingly traveled with the team after being infected.
1: Yeah, so that happened. So now, this past Sunday, the Pittsburgh Steelers were in Pittsburgh playing a game against the Houston Texans. One of the players on the Houston Texans is J.J. Watt. He's you know, an all-star. Yeah, I mean, a relatively common name, household yeah. name in football. One of the biggest names in the NFL. They miked him up. You know, sometimes they'll put mics on players for NFL films and get, you know, funny stuff that happens during the game. Sure. And they caught something this Sunday, which was they're sitting on the bench and there's nobody in the stands. Yeah, they're no fans of games. The game is going on, and J.J. Watt makes a comment to a teammate sitting next to him about how how strangely quiet it is that you can hear the blimp up above. The Goodyear blimp. And they get into this discussion of whether hovering is flying
0: this is weird no just dead silence you can hear the blunt it sound like somebody's flying over yeah that's what it's doing it's hovering right now if you want to keep it technical it is flying overhead it's hovering over top <laughs> it's not flying oh it's not flying <laughs> what is hovering is hovering a form of flying yes thank you thank you <laughs> yeah so
1: yeah he had to ask another teammate that was a little that was a little on the passive-aggressive side
0: though <laughs> You know what I mean? The idea that J.J. Watt actually had to ask if hovering was a form of flying makes me question the intellect of a defensive lineman in the NFL.
1: Of course, it makes me do that from a distance. He was confirming what he was saying. Because the other guy guy was saying, no, well, if you want to be technical, it's hovering. It's not flying. But hovering is a type of flying. Absolutely. Right? Yes. You can fly without
0: hovering. Well, in fact, most flying doesn't involve hovering right. most flying involves moving
1: forward but you birds can't... birds fly yeah some some hover like a hummingbird yes will hover but you can't hover without first flying right
0: anything right anything moving through the air untethered to the earth
1: is flying i like stuff like that yeah it's like you uh jogging is running but running is not always jogging here's a great
0: example of 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 the misuse of the term flying. The American flag is not flying. It's actually tethered. It's waving. It's waving from a flagpole. Mm-hmm. It's not flying. Were it flying, it would be floating <laughs> through the air. Without a flagpole to help it out. Here's the thing. You've heard of a UFO, an unidentified flying object? That blimp
1: over the, over the stadium was an easily identifiable flying object. Absolutely. And it was flying, even though it was hovering. Like Like, not all rectangles are squares. But all squares are rectangles. Exactly.
0: All righty, here we go. Oh,
1: it's Corona, Coronavirus. Worse than music from Billy Ray Cyrus. It's
0: still a thing. uh, Seven months into this thing, the Coronavirus continues to... Make its way around the world in different places, and so we should keep you up to date on what's going on. But there's no reason why we can't have a laugh, which is why we present the Mark and Paul
1: coronavirus update with, with jokes. jokes. All right, then. The malaria drug hydroxychloroquine has been shown again in another university study to do nothing. No effects. covid no Sorry. effects whatsoever right. it's completely right. ineffective right. um that was according to the university of pennsylvania hey who won the presidential debate tuesday night uh i don't know who did win the presidential debate tuesday night the people who didn't watch
0: <laughs> yeah Multiple European countries that were badly affected early in the pandemic are now battling to rein in a second wave. It appears, although Germany has taken a lot of uh, their travel restrictions down as far as traveling outside the European Union and everything, Spain is considering locking down their capital city of Madrid. Ah, España. España. So, the situation is varied around the world, and of course, as goes Europe, so goes the United States. Certain areas, I think we're up to 23 states here in the United States, have rising COVID levels. 31 oh, right now. I stand corrected. Yeah. We, have, we have a new number. Yeah. Yay! We're number one. We're number one. So this porn star wants to do a scene... With all five members of of Aerosmith, the entire band. Of Aerosmith? Of Aerosmith, all five members. Wow. Yeah. So uh, those in charge tried to make it happen, but it turns out they could only get foreigner.
1: (laughs) All (laughs) righty. So, uh, COVID has resulted in the cancellation of a, an annual tradition in collegiate universities, uh, collegiate university in colleges across nice the job. nation. Nice job. Well, well yep. spoken. Very well spoken. Brockport is very proud of you. Well, I
0: went to a collegiate university. Of course so. you did, yes. I went to a university learning in a college environment. Yes. That's what they called
1: Framingham State. <laughs> the uh, The tradition that will not happen this year, spring break at Florida State University. Why bother even going to Florida State if you're not going to get a spring break out of it? Well, here's the deal. You know, if they release the kids for spring, for spring break, they go to their hometowns. Right. they Super They come, con- yeah. come in contact with a bunch of other people. Instead, they're keeping sure. them all on campus and just doing school that week. And so school will end a little bit earlier than it normally would, but no spring break. Does that mean it'll cost a little bit less? Yeah, it'll just cost whatever it costs. All right. Yes. How do you know that Lovey on Gilligan's Island was great in bed? How do you know
0: that Lovey... On Gilligan's Island was great in bed. I find this hard to believe. At night,
1: all the other castaways could hear Thurston howl. <laughs> <laughs> and that is your coronavirus update with, with jokes. jokes.
0: Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX
1: app. 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free
0: trial. Cancel any time.
1: Can I be real for a second?